Young Entertainment. Young Entertainment. Young Entertainment Professionals. Young Entertainment Professionals. You're listening to the Young Entertainment Professionals Podcast, a series featuring the next generation of creative and business professionals in music, TV, and film. Hear their stories on navigating the industry with the help of the Young Entertainment Professionals Network. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Young Entertainment Professionals Podcast. I'm your host, Olivia, and we've got a very special guest on our episode today. She is known as the Serial Tipper on TikTok, and she also started a brand new tourist attraction in Nashville called Ranch Hands. We're going to get to that soon. Lexi Burke, welcome to the Young Entertainment Professionals Podcast. How are you? Oh, so good. Libby, thank you so much for having me. This is so exciting and so fun. We've got our drinks ready, and I'm just so excited to be here. Yes. Yes. Cheers. I have fun of cheers all the time. <laughs> we need to do this. I'm now taking this up. Um, so you do a lot. And a lot of that includes, let's talk about the serial tipper first. Yeah. So it's this phenomenon that you created on TikTok after enjoying the app when it first got started yes. and that sort of thing. And you're known for just helping a lot of people around town with their finances, especially during a crazy time when the pandemic was affecting a lot of people's lives. Yeah. And you were showcased on the Kelly Clarkson show in 2020 and got to give away um, a tip to to one of uh, Nashville's local restaurants. Mm -hmm. And then you most recently were on the Ellen show yes. to help a guy named LJ um, with him and his sister's situation. So share a little bit about how that, um, that came to be and how it's impacted you. Yeah, so uh, like you said, I, I feel like you know, living in Nashville, people always have so many things going on, whether they're going after a singing career, a lot of us have been in the service industry, or if you're an entrepreneur, you know, not fully singing, mm -hmm. uh, like we were just talking about before we even got started, if you've started a business or, you know, you're in video or photography, we have friends in makeup. Uh, at the beginning of it, you're always doing that side hustle. And my husband, Austin, and I had both been servers uh, downtown. Austin was a food runner at the Palm, and I was a server at Honky Tonk Central right behind the Palm. And I had gotten a $1,000 tip in 2016, I want to say. I was still in college and just kind of at a intense point in my life where uh -huh. it's like, what do you do and all this stuff. And, you know, then, you know, after a full day of classes and stuff like that you go into that shift and then you know you just don't know how that shift's gonna be whether it's gonna be tons of you know people in a good mood bad mood whatever and so um I ended up having literally the best shift of my life I had uh, this group of people come in and they all pulled money kind of similar to the Venmo challenge and tipped me a thousand dollars and I cried in front of all of them and I was like oh my gosh I've got to do this like I've got to pay it forward some time some way and so I always pictured it'd be like when I'm like 70 and retired <laughs> and so yeah and we then fast forward a few years later I was living here full-time post-college and the pandemic hit and I had absolutely nothing to do so I downloaded TikTok and um, the Venmo challenge actually started I saw people screenshotting their profile their followers mm -hmm. and like, if every follower sent me 25 50 cents uh, one girl was raising money for a uh, breast implants another guy was raising money for a new car oh my and I was gosh like, well this is crazy there's no way people are gonna give him money and then I naturally followed them and saw people were sending them money like crazy and I was like that is nuts 
Uh, and so I just kept up with it, and I was surprised that no one was doing it yet to pay, pay it forward. And then fast forward, it was like a month after I had had TikTok and had posted a few videos, and we were opening up for like phase one. It was going to be May. My birthday was during shutdown. I was like, I'm going to do this Venmo challenge thing. But obviously, we've seen in the news people have left big tips before, and I'm not the first one to do that. And then, like I said, I had gotten that $1,000 tip, so it was just something heavy on my heart. So I was like, okay, for my birthday, we're finally going out to eat. I don't know if these servers are excited to be back to work or like stressed out because of all these new regulations and are yeah. scared so i'm like well let's make somebody stay by just surprising them with a massive tip so i did the fundraiser on my tiktok and uh we raised like a few thousand the first time and it was amazing and so fun so we went to a couple restaurants and then you know tiktok things show up later so everyone's like i missed it do it again <laughs> so then i just kept doing it and here we are like a year and a half later and some people have like loved certain recipients and so that's what happened on the ellen show last week uh there's one kid he was 16 years old mm -hmm. and people had sent me his story and he's living alone with his sister and working full-time on the weekends uh juggling school and so we made it go fund me for him and raised like over thirty thousand dollars yeah it was insane what does it feel like to also create this community where you have people reaching out to you on behalf of others yeah you know it's it's very it's very crazy because like it's weird to even like take credit for this and be on uh -huh. shows and stuff because if it's not if it wasn't for every single person literally s sending in their dollars or spare change like none of this would be possible and there's just so many good people out there so it's it feels like weird to say humbling but it's just i i'm just so grateful to be in this position and it's just so cool and there's so many awesome people out there there's a lot of awesome people yes. out there and i mean i remember watching one specifically where you helped this guy move into his own apartment yes. like i mean you're you're helping people start their lives yeah. uh, just have a fresh start which is i think something that everybody needs at some point so to be able to kind of facilitate that yeah yeah and i think a lot of a lot of people are like have commented and have mentioned it's crazy what a thousand dollars can do and when you're starting out your life or a dream or you're coming from a really hard situation like i know a thousand dollars isn't a lot to some people but it makes all the difference for some to you know reduce stress and help them get to the next step so they can start saving money for a dream or mm -hmm. you know get ahead with some bills so they can spend a couple extra nights with their kids and it's just crazy but i mean there are so many great people out there who have made this even possible and that's like all I can really say about it and I'm just so grateful what does it mean to you to be able to use a platform like TikTok for good I like mean, it's it's really cool it's emotional I like can't even watch back some of my TikToks and you had mentioned the guy we got an apartment for mm -hmm. Calvin um I I couldn't even watch those back they were so emotional yeah and I just I'm an emotional person and especially I get nervous for every tip because you know you're about to overwhelm them and we've gotten every reaction under the sun which is so fun you get people who dance you get people who scream and can't believe it you get people people who are like in pure shock and then you just get people who are like oh sweet thanks <laughs> you literally get it all but I get so nervous because I never want to overwhelm anyone or you know yeah. exploit them too that's been like a weird thing as well because you know you're filming them and we have to always I always want to make sure it's the filmmaker and me to make sure we get permission and it's mm -hmm. just a lot you know because you don't know their reaction and you want them to not think you're creepy at the same time yeah but it's really really fun and you know the whole point of filming it is 
is just so all the people who send in their money can see where it's going. And I think that that's why people weirdly love it so much is because there's so many amazing charities out there that do so many great things. And, you know, you sign up for a 5K run or, you know, donate money around Christmas time mm -hmm. and you know it's going somewhere good. But there's something kind of special about getting to see where it goes, you know. Yeah. So that's you know something super fun and i think that's what has kept it around for as long as it has absolutely so i mean you're an entrepreneur yourself and we're going to be talking about some projects that you've been working on and yeah. launching lately um but what about being the serial tipper like what about that is entrepreneurial to you and have you inspired anyone that you've tipped or given money to to, to start their own dream yeah, we've we've heard a couple stories. Um, we've had a couple recipients who were in the midst of making a t-shirt company or we've had just people wanting to start their own business. Um, I, I did a collaboration with Resera. They're um, a local jewelry company and they do, um, it's an all-female business where they hire women coming out of domestic violence mm -hmm. and homelessness. And through, you know, just teaming up and working with them, we've had a few recipients go work for them and um, just viewers go work for them um, and be a part of their company. Uh, we had one girl travel cross-country to move to Nashville to go work with them. And so just to kind of be a platform where people can be inspired to not only give back, but like, you know, start their own thing has been incredible. Yeah. That's so awesome. Yeah. So yeah, you know, it's been hard for some people to start their own dream in the it, pandemic because you're oh, gosh. putting your finances towards other things, well, you know? And I just think TikTok alone we've seen, and I know you were bringing it up, you know, there's such a big music community on mm -hmm. there. Obviously with what I've done at the beginning has been uh, philanthropic. And then, um, which we're about to get to in a second, I started a completely opposite business, which is kind of crazy. Um, I just feel like TikTok is such an organic place right now. And yeah. I, I bet eventually, you know, it'll get saturated with ads, but gosh, what a blessing in disguise for so many people here in Nashville, whether it be, you know, starting a food yeah. company. I've seen like restaurants blow up on TikTok for like, I saw there's a place in 12 South. It's like a fried ice cream. Yes. They blew up on TikTok over the weekend. Now they've been so busy. Is it fries cream? cream? Yeah. Yes. And so it's just, I, I want to like write a letter to TikTok and just be like, I hope y'all know how many lives and so many ways you're changing lives. It's so cool. What if you could even, that'd be really cool if you could even like partner with TikTok to yeah. do like a big tip giveaway or something. Yes. That would be amazing. An open letter to TikTok or yeah, that'd be super, yeah. super cool. Well, and that's been the hard thing too. You said, you know, getting the messages um, in the DMs and uh, the kid we did the tip for, it was kind of a special situation because I had one creator, a fellow creator, he's a famous Twitcher. I'm not very much on Twitch, but my husband like loves watching oh, it. Yeah? And he sent me $2,000 to do a tip. And normally they're all at random, but once you get that kind of money in your video, you're going to run with it. Yeah. I'm like, okay, we got to do something a little special, Maybe, you know, make sure it goes to somebody who really could use it. So I was going through my messages and it's just so hard to play, you know, almost God in a way and I don't really like it because it's like okay you know all these situations are so different and going through them and stuff like that so it was super special that he had multiple people reach out on his story because I was like okay you know after like six different people have reached out I was like we've got to go do something for this kid but it's really hard to see you know all the different stories and seeing how many people are you know just going through a season because we've all been there and so yeah with the tips we just try to keep it as random as possible yeah just to kind of yeah. yeah keep it fair you know what I mean yeah absolutely yeah. so 
This podcast is supported by Creative Nation, a music company that motivates people to become the best version of themselves by valuing their unique talents. Founded by Grammy Award-winning songwriter and producer Luke Laird and Billboard power player Beth Laird, Creative Nation is home to Lori McKenna, Barry Dean, Tyler Johnson, Steve Mokler, Casey Brown, Cassie Ashton, Bear Reinhardt, Alec Bailey, Jonathan Hutcherson, and Travis Wood. With 56 radio singles since its opening, 16 of which have reached number one, this company relies on passion, innovation, and inspiration to make the boldest moves in music entertainment. Visit www.creativenationmusic.com to learn more. So where, okay, let's go back a little bit. Where are you originally from and how did you get to Nashville? Because, you know, Austin was on the podcast. He was one of our first episodes. Yes, I remember that. So flashback. Yeah, he did a great job. He's an OG. Um, So I was born in Springfield, Missouri. And then in high school, my family is originally from just outside of Denver, Colorado and Castle Rock. Shout out Colorado people. I don't know. Love it. Um, But so we ended up. In in high school, we moved back for my mom's job, and so that was so awful to move in high school, but ended up being the best thing ever. I'm still close to, like, all my best friends from there, um, so I went to co- er, high school in Colorado, and then college, I was like, okay, I want to move to L.A., I want to do the whole film thing, but I was so scared to just move to L.A. and not go to college, because all my friends were going to SEC schools Mm -hmm. and universities, and you go over to your friend's house, and their parents are asking where you're going to college, and I didn't want to be like, oh, I'm not, you know, so it was a little before, like, it was cool to do, like, a a gap year, so I was like, well, shoot, I'm just going to go to this city college, which was in Santa Barbara. At the time, it's close enough to L.A., I can take some basic classes, whatever, so I randomly, out of completely random, decided to go there because I just picked. It's close enough to L.A. It's beautiful. And that's where my husband now was playing baseball. And so we met there. And then I just kept going down to classes in L.A., doing film stuff. And then he ended up moving to Nashville to do music at random. And we broke up a couple times our first year dating, but we just had our, like, nine-year date anniversary, And so, yeah. yeah, I ended up... After I was done with school, I was like, well, I'm going to see, because we had been long distance for like five years. I'm like, I'm going to see if this is even worth continuing long distance or whatever. Yeah. And, um, lived there for a summer. That's when I was living there. And I went to uh, Honky Tonk Central, got a job for the summer, got my $1,000 tip. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to stay for a while. Maybe go down to Atlanta, do some film stuff. And I just never left. There's so much opportunity in Nashville and even for film. Like, I loved it. I, I had done music videos for his friends and, you know, oh, friends of so mine. Cool. And so I dabbled in that for a while. And, like, yeah. Creative direction or filming, like, shooting or, like, Girl, one-man show. Yeah, I would uh, produce, film, edit. Yeah, all of it. And so, like, I did. I don't want to, like, say it was my last music video because I'm not, like, quitting because I, like, love doing music videos I never want to put an end but it's just been so busy lately I'm gonna take like six months off yeah but I just did my last one released yesterday on not country um I think it was country now network okay or something like yeah that. I yeah it's horrible I don't know but I yeah the last one just released yesterday for Christina Taylor and that was super exciting because oh it was God. such a fun project and she had her song blow up on TikTok so. there we go there was yes. a girl named uh, Lauren Weintraub who was on oh, yeah. my show who 
blew up on TikTok with She's Mine. So Okay, hilarious story about her. I have I saw her when she just moved to Nashville, I think, or she was really like young, young looking. Uh-huh. And she played a song about heaven in um at Belcourt Taps and I cried randomly in Belcourt Taps and I went up to her and I was like, girl, like I cried during your song. And she's like, oh, thank an you. angel, an absolute yeah. angel. She's like, oh, thank you. Haven't seen her since, but I've seen her on TikTok and everything. But it's just so cool. Like, I love the city so much because like, I don't know. So dreams like literally come true. Yeah. Well, so well, how cool. has it been like watching Austin's dream come true while you're sim- simultaneously making moves, doing yeah. what you do? Well, normally I've just been behind the scenes and, you know, his number one fan and filming and doing lyric video. I was doing lyric video before I left to come here for him. And, you know, I'm not used to really being on the other side of the camera, but um, I am so proud of him. He like the pandemic was weirdly one of the best things that has happened to him too, just to write and mm-hmm. like not have the pressure to be on the road on the weekend. And, you know, you can yeah. literally just be settled and feel some things and just write about him and enjoy. And he picked up golfing, which was like super exciting for him. Too. Oh yeah. So yeah. Another sport. Yes. But yeah, the pandemic wasn't all that bad for us. Thank gosh. And, um, yeah, he's doing great, and I'm just so proud of him. And he has a song come out at midnight tonight. Well, well, okay. What is he going to call when this comes? When this podcast, so people know to listen. Uh, changed everything, and it is my favorite song he has ever oh. put out. So I'm so excited. So yeah, Shameless go follow plug. Austin Burke with the E at the end. <laughs> yes. And check out his new song because you'll be listening to it by the time you hear this podcast. Yes, it's awesome. Yeah. So that's well, that's great that you've been able to support him, and then yes. he got to go with you to the Ellen filming. I saw, so yes. that, that was cool too. Yes, that was so crazy and so fun. They were so strict on like all the COVID guidelines, so I had made. I mean, Nashville is somewhat strict, but yeah. compared to like East and West Coast, it's completely different. So you know. Not that we've been reckless, but we've we've gotten vaccines. So, you know, we just float around, go to restaurants like it's normal. And then um, when they told us we had to get like four COVID tests before we even left. And then when we landed, we had to get another one. And then the morning of the show, we had to get another one. And I'm like, if you know, out of all the tests, I'm like, what if there's one false negative or something? It's like, right. Yeah, my anxiety. I'm like, oh my God. It's going to go through the roof. Austin sneezed the morning of like us getting on the flight. And I'm like, should you stay? And he's like, oh my God, Lexi, like I am fine. Like we've been quarantining and all this stuff. But it was really funny. But like, yeah. Did they have, so I saw, Oh, Kelly Clarkson. Well, this mm-hmm. was back in October of 2020. Yes. I saw where they had like a virtual audience. Mm-hmm. But did Ellen have a virtual audience as well? Did she have people there? Or? Yeah, she had a live audience. They all had like her Ellen Blue mask on. And I think that they had to like prove that they yeah. um, tested negative or something. But Kelly this season, she is 80% live audience. And then she's got the screens in the back people who want to tune in at home which is so cute. so crazy yeah so i guess they really like those like tall screens and were fun i don't know but so they've kept it that se- or this season and then ellen's like fully live which was crazy yeah so awesome yeah well we got to bring up your next project that you've been working on i met you in person at the palace with our yes. mutual friend katrina <laughs> yes. Um, upon the launch of your like, new <laughs> cowboy burlesque show called Ranch Hands. Yes, I was <laughs> on one that night. Yeah. We had just done our photo shoot and um, 
Yeah, what a good night. Um, we just opened the show a few weeks ago, Rain Chance, and we had done the photo shoot when I met you, like the week of opening, which probably wasn't the smartest thing to do. But you know, it's all happening it at once. It is what it is. It is what it is. It was all happening at once. Um, but yeah, we're going on week four this weekend, and it has been the time of my life and just so incredible and never did I ever think I would run like a cowboy-esque and like that be my job but it's bizarre but so fun and so random and um, I was talking to my mom actually this morning because um, and this is something we could probably talk about is you know I went to school for film and video and I loved it and I wouldn't say I was not successful but like getting all the jobs and coming to a new city and just doing the grind and all of it and you know overworking yourself and I loved every minute of yeah. the quote-unquote struggle but to dive into something that was just like a random idea on a walk and just fully go in and have it do so well it's crazy because like it's just like kind of such a breath of fresh air and it's yeah. okay to have another dream. Like I, I was so worried, like, oh my God, is it going to like feel like I'm giving up one thing? But I right. think that in life, like it's okay to have more than one dream or to go for an idea. And I think that that's like the biggest thing. And I kind of like want to start talking about is like, if you've got an inkling to try something else, try it. You don't have to give up on something else. You know, we're built to do more than one thing in life, you know? And yeah. so if you feel like you should do it and you can't stop thinking about it, you probably should do it. You know what I mean? I mean, it's there for a reason. Like yes. I had a friend that um, runs a facial spa in town. Yeah. And it was, I mean, it was waking her up at night for like 10 years yeah. and she finally did it and it's doing great. And it made it through the pandemic. Like, which is insane. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, but think if she wouldn't have done that. Like, it's yeah. like a whole new life she would never know about. And, like, if I wouldn't have done this, like, we've made so many great relationships. And, like, the guy, we had one, we have one guy who's, he commutes from Vegas every week. He's, like, he had left a Vegas show. And he's moving out here now. And we've had people move up for the show. And just, like, all the relationships and the people at the palace. It's, like, just crazy. I can't imagine. You like, created jobs for people, which is really cool. Yeah. Well, not only that, but just I've met so many yeah. great people that I couldn't imagine not having in my life now. It's so weird. You know, it's so cheesy. Well, talk about more like how you came up with the idea. So you started this yeah. bachelorette Airbnb and then it turned into creating Rain Chance. So explain yeah. that kind of that um <laughs> that, the, the revelation the revelation <laughs> of Rain Chance. Hold on. At that point I'm gonna have some of this <laughs> Okay, so the ta the tale of Ranch Hands. Mm -hmm. Um so Austin and I got married New Year's Eve of 2019, so going into 2020. I gotta tell you, yeah, New Year's Eve, New Year's Eve weddings are the best weddings oh, ever. Girl, you gotta, do you it. don't gotta worry about going mm -hmm. anywhere downtown. You go to the wedding and it's equally like it's a. It's oh, a have you been to one? Yes, one and of my best friends. It? it was the oh, best good. New Year's Eve I've ever had. We called so many people before and we're like, hey, are you cool with us like stealing a holiday? <laughs> because we were so worried about it. And, you know, whenever it's your wedding, you're going to have a great yes. time. So we had to like vet it uh -huh. before. But yeah, we we loved it. And I highly recommend because everyone wants to dress up and is there to like hang and is all okay with staying for like an open bar and stuff. So we got married New Year's Eve 2019 and... um 
before that, I had my bachelorette party in Vegas because I wanted to get out of Nashville. Yeah. And growing up, I had seen, I think it was on one of the real world, I used to watch the real world growing up. Yeah. One of the girls threw some like themed birthday party at some suite in Vegas. It was like a, there was a Barbie themed suite and like a Hello Kitty. They rented out like both Stop of them. It. Yes. And so I was like, okay, bachelorette party, I got to find these suites and figure out how much it was. Well, the Barbie suite no longer existed. And so they had like a Hello Kitty suite at one of the hotels. Stop it. I'm here for it. And it was like, it like had four people max and it was like four, 4,500 a night. And I was like, there's no way. All my college friends are broke. Like, you know what I yeah. mean? So I was like, okay, it's not happening. So I was like, well, maybe we can find like a cute, like Vegas themed Airbnb. Nothing, you know, but we found an Airbnb. We decorated it. And this was before like balloon arches. And I, it's only two years ago, but like, I feel like bachelorette parties have really stepped up their games with like the different companies and party decor and stuff. So this was back in the day, two years ago. <laughs> but things have like really <laughs> Changed. I mean, it feels like five yes, years in between that time. Especially with the pandemic. So uh, we have a great time, bachelorette party in Vegas, have a merry old time. And I was thinking, God, like, I wish there was a themed Airbnb, kind of like what there yeah. was in Vegas. But I was like, to my husband, we need to do that to our house. We owned a house at the time. We were sick of having roommates because we're going to be married. Yeah. And there's a permit here in Nashville where you can rent out your house on the weekends. And so I'm like thinking to get extra money so we don't have to have roommates. Let's rent it out on the weekend. But I was like, Austin, we've got to paint our house entirely pink. And he was like, absolutely not. We're not doing it. And I was like, no, like if we theme it, it'll be worth it and we can charge. So I start doing some numbers he looks at it and he's like absolutely we are going to do this and so to paint all the rooms we did a little bit of a budget and it wasn't super crazy so we took all of our wedding money that we got from our wedding poured it into our house completely remodeled it all pink on the inside pink everything and then put it on airbnb and it went absolutely nuts. i'm looking this up right now as we're talking so you we need get, like, we need better photos online but yes a real look life. up bachelorette pad airbnb that's us right the here? first one yeah nashville's original bachelorette house oh us. my god okay this photo i think i've seen on instagram probably Someone through someone else's friend. Okay. Oh, we did Audrey. breakfast at Tiffany's Kitchen, the Dolly Room, a CD wall, um, Batch Book, which is uh, a Mean Girls room, which is so funny because lately, oh now it's a trend. I posted this on TikTok almost like a year and a half ago, two years ago. Now it's a trend on uh, for a bachelorette party to bring make a Batch Book. So now people are making books. And I was like, I wonder if they saw our Airbnb and like made it off of that because I wanted to like do pop culture. We have a one of those photos isn't updated, but we have a Clueless themed room now. That one's like full Clueless now. Oh, I need to update it. Um, rainbow but, stairs. But basic, I mean, fairly basic. A lot of it has changed now, um, but it was the first. So, yeah, we have a dude wall, so you don't have to, like, hire a stripper to come to your Oh, thing. my God. So, anyway, so we do that, and it just took off, and it was so much fun. Um, all of the girls have just been so awesome, and our number one question we were getting is, like, hey, 
we want to go to Broadway, obviously, but yeah. we want to save it for the night. Like, what else is there to do? And we'd be like, oh, like, mural shopping. But we've all done shopping and murals. That's like an hour, hour and a half, you yeah. know? And, you know, I would just keep saying that and mention restaurants, but there's not really, besides, like, the pedal bars and stuff, there's not too much variety, um, or there wasn't at the time, to have a day activity here in town. I was like, I'm so surprised, like, Chippendales hasn't come here or anything like that, and I sat on the idea forever, a little over a year, and then... March, once I could maybe kind of afford to self-invest after the Airbnb, I was like, you know what? Screw it. We can do this. We'll figure it out. I'm going to try it. And yeah, here we are. Here we are now. We're our fourth weekend and we've been close to sellouts on every single weekend. What? It's been amazing. And it's not, we call it like a more, P, we compare it as like a more PG-13 Chippendales. We have singing, dancing, line dance. Like there's everything about Nashville in the show. So there's something for everyone. It does. We do have a pony number. So it does get a little sexy. <laughs> But, like, you know, it's nothing like you're not overwhelmed. People have brought back their moms the next weekend, and that's been super sweet to see. Oh, my gosh, yes. you know, and it's just been such a good time. And it's a brunch, right? The mm-hmm. Palace? Is it just yeah. brunch, or did they have, like, no, other? No, okay. they've got, like, tons of bar food and wings and amazing things like that lunch. Um, but, yeah, they've got a little brunch menu as well if you, like, want. Uh, I think that they have, like, a French toast and, like, um, a sausage biscuit you know, gravy yeah. thing or whatever. I'm running around. I haven't been able to eat just yet. But um, yeah, they definitely have options. Bottomless mimosas. The drink menu is where it's at, though. They've got like edible glitter in some of their shots. Like it's Stop super it. fun. Yes, that is <laughs> bachelorette really to a team. Yeah, and we've had divorce parties. We had a 69th birthday last weekend and like 10 ladies all came with 69 t-shirts. It was adorable. And oh they were God. like the life of the party. <laughs> It's been really, really fun. So, yeah, random. But, you know, it, it's just been so, so much fun. So, yeah, I cannot believe I'm in a bachelorette industry. I can't even believe there is a bachelorette industry. But here we are, and it's so fun. As an artist, you're often misunderstood. You deserve a partner who gets you. You need a bank that's driven by dreams of what could be and not just what is. Our friends at Pinnacle Financial Partners offer relationship-focused service with a team-based partnership approach, local decision-making, 24-7 support, experts that understand your area of the industry, and start-to-finish financial services. To learn more about how to collaborate with Pinnacle Bank in the creative community, call 615-744-2881 or visit PinnacleBank.com. So what are you most excited about? Because we're we're releasing this like towards the end of 2021. Oh, what is which? Well, kind of like it'll be released within the next week. But it's like, like, sorry, I don't even know what month it is. It's like, what are are we doing? Um, What are you looking forward to most? I know you said you're going to take like a little bit of a breather, Mm -hmm. but like just 2022, like just enjoying it like yeah do like the we're gonna add one more friday show i believe in the spring but you know we've had talks about other cities but just taking what's been so awesome and so fun um and just having fun and getting in a routine with it and just you know kind of 
rotating it every week and just kind of being on an autopilot and freaking enjoying it. And, yeah. you know, I feel like everything has always been such a climb for Austin and I and, you know, yeah. wanting the next step or whatever. But I just this next year, it's just been so much work to get where we are. I just want to enjoy it. Yeah. So As you should. Yeah. You know? And even if it's, you know, exactly where it's at now, but, you know, every single week, I'm so okay with that. It's so much fun, you know, so birthdays, whatever. I just want to come celebrate, have everyone have a good time. And, you know, it's just been great. So I have to ask one of the last questions. Um, What has it been like creating entertainment for people that's maybe like aside from music in in Nashville, like just creating a a landscape of of entertainment that like has purpose and brings people joy and like, you know. Yeah, I think that that, that's an awesome question. I mean, the the show is, we say, you know, it's a full scripted show. It's the journey of one ranch hand getting his confidence back after a breakup, which is super fun and cute. And it's fully choreographed, but every time before the show, like we huddle up backstage. I'm like, guys, if you forget a line, a cue, a prop, a, you know, dance move, I'm like, everyone is here to have a good time, whether it's celebrating somebody getting married, a birthday, um, you know, they're just on a girl's trip or it's a local, you know, who's had a hard week and they're having a girl's day and just taking the day off. Like, screw it. Our job is to have a good time. And that's like what Nashville's all about. And that's why so many people love to come here is to drink and have fun and kind of like escape. So at the end of the day, like no matter what form of entertainment, whether you're singing a song or, you know, you feel like you're at a street corner, you know, beating some drums or whatever, trying to get into a honky tonk, you know, everyone's wanting the next thing. But at the end of the day, everyone is here to have a good time. And that's the end of it and that's what entertainment is all about it's to escape so um i think that that's the most important thing and i think that that's why people love nashville so much because you can be in an old honky tonk that's not like a five star whatever like in chicago or new york yeah and you know the vibe and the people are so good and everyone's having a good time so that's why they keep coming back so yeah i think in whatever realm of entertainment you're in as long as you're there to put like exactly what you said joy um into somebody's experience or a smile on someone's face like that's literally the end game so yeah yeah and you can never get rid of that so and it keeps them coming back exactly so yeah it's a really good time and it's so random and you know i'm not putting it on a pedestal for any means but you know if we can you know make everyone have a good time like that's our only goal so well you seem like the kind of person where you just you want people to to feel loved and included and that's just so awesome to watch and to see so people can follow along you're on instagram lexi burke and then serial tipper on tiktok yes and then ranch hands cowboy Mm -hmm. lesk official which awesome he's like that is the longest instagram name and i had accidentally made another instagram that i got like kicked out of and could never so i had to add the official onto it at the end so it's like very long very long but you know but what that's it is. Life. but now we're <laughs> official so it, it all ends up working out exactly are they on tiktok as well oh yeah okay so they've had a couple tiktoks do pretty well okay. so it's been it's been fun so it's yeah it's been awesome tiktok is the saving grace and if you have a career or a business like mm-hmm. whatever your niche is please post on tiktok promise me for like a month you will and just see what happens love it well thank you lexi for joining us on the podcast thank you so awesome talk to you (laughs) thank you so much thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of the young entertainment professionals podcast to get connected visit yepnashville.com and follow yep nashville and yep los angeles on social media 
I'm your host, Libby Ulrich. And until next time, discover, cultivate, accelerate. <laughs>